can hear the clinkety clink of What is up, you guys? <laughs> yeah, we should probably start over. No, Casey's not here, so that was in place of the to the pop gospel podcast and thank you so much for listening i am your unprofessional host chad the dad and joining me i have my co-hosts aaron sexton hey guys josh i want another instagram contest (laughs) josh rhodes see you know this is why we need i need to be able to hear the intro music and Josh Inman. Aaron, did you really win another contest? Yes, I really won another contest. He's on a streak, but man. I also never say, hey, guys. Like, I just jump in, and so I felt like, I should be like, hey, everybody. I'm glad you're here. I, I'm i good with that. And not joining us is Casey Winstead. He's just kind of like wah, taking wah, a week wah, off. Wah. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> Josh, oh my gosh, he threw me off so bad in that intro. Oh, man. I, I had no clue we were going. <laughs> you know, that was like the point of me saying like, okay, here we go. Oh, that makes sense. That that was what that meant. <laughs> but hey guys, how is everybody? How are y'all doing? Great. My house is in pieces right now, so... Well, construction people's here. I am broken and dejected because I am a terrible bowler. Oh, okay. Uh, don't say that about yourself. Well, it's true. You're better I than love... somebody else in the world. Yeah, Probably like a five-year-old who's never bowled before. <laughs> somebody who's right-handed so, so yeah, but I mean... only has a left arm. <laughs> Y'all don't make fun of my dad like that. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was not. That was bad. <laughs> Aaron, you could have done worse. Yes. I don't. I don't know if that's true. You didn't even sleep last night. We ate way too much for lunch. I feel like there was a lot of factors that played into your bowling game. Okay, but everyone else broke a hundred at least one time. Your boy barely cracked 80 (laughs) in three games. I mean, compared to the people that you were playing against, you were at the bottom, yes. But if you compare your ability to uh, maybe other people, (laughs) people that weren't there, but they're worse than you, you did fine. But you're so good at winning things on Instagram. Yes. Aces in their places. Well, that ace was not in his place today. <laughs> That's right. So what did you win, Aaron? Uh, I won some a uh, couple t-shirts and I think a couple hats. And I don't I can't really remember because he posted the guy that I wanted because off of posted so many it Instagram last week. Things lately. <laughs> well, the guy that posted it posted it last week and then when the contest was over, he removed the post, which I totally understand, but I can't remember 
what all it was. I know it was t-shirts. I know it was like baits and tackle, but I can't remember if there was hats with it or not or what else is with it. It's a pretty good, it's like $250 worth of stuff that I want. Did you get any other, get in any other fights on Instagram this week? No, not this week. That's unfortunate. (laughs) Josh is only here for the altercations. (laughs) I need feelings to be hurt. (laughs) I'd prefer them not to be hurt. Speaking of, did we talk about the M word last week on the podcast? What word yes. is that? Is that okay? Moron. So it was brought oh. up on the podcast. So today, n- not naming any names, I'm just going to say we had lunch and somebody at the table looked in the direction of Aaron and I and was like, hey, which one of y'all is the moron that loves Star Wars? And I was like, it wasn't even toward me, and I was triggered. <laughs> and Aaron looked over to me and said, now I know how you felt when I called you that on the podcast. So it, I felt, felt real bad. It was dry humor that was being directed our way, but I did not know that from the jump, and so I was ready to fight, and it wasn't even directed. Although I could, I guess, be considered the moron that likes Star Wars, because I do, but... Not to the Aaron degree. Now I'm just dying to know who said it. Well, we can't say. Well, we could say, but we probably shouldn't. You'll say. never know. Speaking I of, won't. speaking of Star Wars, Aaron, did you see that? Like Disney Plus is releasing 100 new original series all about Star Wars. Yes, I did, and I'm super excited for all of them. How many? Okay, I'm not a Star Wars guy. And that's okay. Thank you. <laughs> but how many different versions and episodes and I mean how I mean the galaxy is is far far deep and wide but far, far it's like how many shows can you do? Well, so it's all like building story around the stuff that we know. Yeah, but I mean how many branches are on the tree? A lot. So many. At least like six new ones. <laughs> yeah, so uh, they're doing a Lando Star Wars movie. They're doing a Rogue Squadron Star Wars movie. They're doing an Obi-Wan Star Wars movie with Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen, which is great. I'm really looking forward to that one. They're okay, doing, but haven't we already uh, done those? No. No. These are no, like these specific are, to the characters. Oh. Yeah, these are all like, yeah, these are all like prequels and stuff. So... <laughs> It's like, you know, you've got Bible stories that include a bunch of characters, but then you can go to other stories in the Bible and then focus on that specific character. That's gotcha. kind of what they're doing. Gotcha. So, like, you've got Obi-Wan when he chops Luke or Anakin Skywalker's legs and arms off. <clears throat> and then you've got... But that changes bowling game. <laughs> And then you've got Obi-Wan that Luke meets in the desert who's super old. And so it's like in that span of time, what right. was he doing? Where did he go? What was going on? And I so see. it's just yeah. kind of filling in the gaps. They're, they're filling in the timeline between the last of the prequels and the first of the original. So it would be the uh, Revenge of the Sith to uh, A New Hope. That's the timeline they're filling in. Speaking of 
Well, you didn't you didn't speak of it. But <laughs> I really wish my brain could keep up keep up with all that. Like starting with the start or starting with the end and then making your way to the beginning at some point over decades of time and then filling in the gaps of the in between randomly. Mm. I just can't I can't my brain won't let me. So Josh, this is a good question for you. How many of the Star Wars movies have you seen? I feel like I've seen all of them, but apparently I haven't seen hardly any of them. Well, okay, so you've seen nine of them? I feel like I've seen a bunch of them. <laughs> so you I saw the original? like I've seen a bunch of them. But like you've seen the originals. What's the original? The four, five, and six. The old ones. Luke's, yes. Which the, are the new the ones? From the 70s. The old ones are the new are the. <laughs> if you want to look at it like that, I sure. thought that's the way you're supposed to look at it. No, so you've seen the ones from the 70s. Yes, I've seen all those. You've seen the ones from the early 2000s. Yes. Episodes one, two, and three. Have you seen the newer ones that like just came out recently? I saw. Uh, is it Ray Ray? What's her name? Ray. Yeah, just Ray just Ray. 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 Please Ray. call her Ray Ray. <laughs> I'm sorry, Aaron, if you're. Is he rolling his eyes right now? I can feel it. I mean, I'm just a little bit bummed out. <laughs> I'm sorry. You called it Ray Ray. I saw Ray Ray. <laughs> okay, so you've seen all three of those. Okay, then you're practicing. There was three of those? Yeah, there was three of so those. It's, so it's Ray Ray Ray. Ray. <laughs> There's three Rays. Yeah, there was The Force Awakens. You don't even you care don't have to. for titles. There was seven, eight, nine. Okay. So you've only seen seven. I don't know. Or eight or nine, and you don't know where it fits in any of it. I just thought, is Ray the new Luke? Who, who's she supposed to be? Essentially, yeah. You got yeah, the gist. Spoiler alert for those listening. Ray is actually a Palpatine. The Emperor? Which is the bad... Yeah, he's the bad. He's the bad guy in the rest of the movies. In the original, she like OGs. a shapeshifter. Is he a lizard person? I mean, he does kind of turn into a lizard person. <laughs> See, in Revenge of the Sith, it's real bad. No, it's just kind of like if your great grandson turned against you, kind of thing. Like if you were the bad guy and your great grandson were a good guy. That's mm. all it is. And but yeah, she's the lightning new bolts out his fingers and ages a thousand years. Yeah, <laughs> you know, just stuff like that. <laughs> oh man! Well, Josh, you mentioned that there's construction going on. What's up? So we are getting our house ready to list. That way, we sell it before we move into our new house next month. So there was uh, we had a hot water heater explode about a year ago. So I've kind of like had legit part... blow up. Well, no, but like water got everywhere and it was a really no. slow leak. I was like, because I've watched the Mythbusters episodes on that, and they will like when they really blow up, they take out a whole house. Oh yeah, I wouldn't have a house no more. But uh, we had a really slow leak at the very top of it, and because we rarely use our garage because it's tiny, it we just it just went unnoticed. So got some mold and stuff in the walls. So I when ripped all the say... mold out a while ago. When you say blow up, yeah, like mushroom cloud out of your house. That like, was that was a big. Didn't yawn. actually do anything. It was just a leak. 
but but like when they actually blow up we're talking like oh you need to go watch the mythbusters dude yeah so what happens is is the we they build those things like a missile and the top and the sides are made out of like beskar type steel that doesn't break and the bottom is made out of like tin foil and so when like they have again they have a trillion fail safes on them so if something goes wrong like what josh rhodes experienced they won't do this but the mythbusters removed all the fail safes and then filled that thing with pressure until it went off and it takes off like a rocket and shoots through the house and like blows all the walls out of it and stuff. Aaron, yes. Did you say it's made? It's made out of Death Star metal. I said Beskar. That's the armor, the impenetrable armor that the Mandalorian wears. Oh, so you were <laughs> reference. <laughs> you were he was rever- referencing Star Wars. Okay. Yes, he was. So Josh, construction. <laughs> yeah. So, basically, my entire living room, the bottom third of the wall is just ripped out right now. Gotcha. So, big open hole into the garage. That's, I mean, they've got the new drywall cut to fill the hole, but they'll come in tomorrow, do the texture and stuff, and then replace a couple of boards the dogs shoot up outside, and then we'll be ready to list. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. What's it like selling your first house, Josh? It, it's weird. Um, and, and the weirder thing is, like, our new house is going to be the first, like, major purchase I personally have ever made. Like, Stephanie owned this house before I moved into it. Yeah. So, before we were married even. So, yeah, it's 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 just been weird. I feel like a real adult now. Are you super excited for your new house? Oh, yeah. So I didn't realize the square footage difference between the house, the like tiny home we live in now and the house we're moving into. The house we're moving into is literally two times the size. So you're going, what, like 2,200 or? I think 2,600 square feet. It's a big old house you got there, Josh. Especially for me, growing up in like a trailer house. That'll, that, that, yep. Yep. That, yeah. That's bigger for sure. Yeah. <laughs> really. it, has, it has a, it has a second floor. I've never lived in a house with two stories. So. I mean, it's kind of excited. It's pretty much like one with one story, but there's an extra but room up top. Stairs. <laughs> Yeah, stairs lose their magic if you have to take them every day. Well, I won't, I won't have to take them every day. My 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 bedroom's on the bottom floor. And your child? But, you know, I guess I will have to take them every day yeah. to put my daughter to bed. Yeah, exactly. And there they go losing their magic, right? Just like that. It's real exciting to <laughs> you have to use them. For sure. So, let, well, let me get this out of the way. The Hot 100 is mooed again by 24K Golden. So I'm sorry that you're not going to get to read any uh, lyrics for us today, Josh. Although last week's outro was incredible. So good. (laughs) 
that that K-pop yeah. song took a whole Why new. Are you form. always in a mood? Mm. I'm gonna stop right there because of cuss words. But. <laughs> well, so last week, if you listened, if you didn't stop, go back and listen to last week. But last week we talked about masculinity. Uh, I think genuinely, personally, it was one of our best episodes. Just it was good content. It was still lighthearted and fun, um, but it was just something about the topic that you know we all kind of brought our own opinions to and things like that. And so, man, really finding something to follow that up with, especially this week, was just rather difficult because there just wasn't a lot that happened in the world. Uh, Outside of, you know, just the trivial pop culture stuff of who's marrying who and who's wearing what dress and Taylor Swift is putting out another album tonight. My wife is super excited about it and good for her. If my favorite artists were putting out an album tonight, I'd be excited too, but it's Taylor Swift, so I really don't care. Uh, But one thing that caught my eye this week was mentioned to me by Aaron. And so I'm going to let him kind of take the lead on this. And it is, and we don't have to talk about this the rest of the night. Like if other things come out of it, that's fine. But like just one thing to kind of get us going, Aaron mentioned to me about this pastor who is doing some arranged marriage stuff. Yes. So Aaron, take it away. Tell us all about it. Okay, so there is a pastor named Jonathan Pecluda, who is uh, the lead pastor at uh, some church I can't remember the name of, but he's in uh, he's out of Texas, and before you start thinking like I'm gonna. I'm going to like rag on this dude or roast him or whatever. That's, that's totally not it at all. Uh, he it's Harris Creek is the church that he's a part of. And anyways, he's solid, like love this dude, love his stuff. Super smart, very Christ centered. If you don't know who Jonathan Pecluda is, you're missing out. But anyways, uh, he's a pastor and an author. And so he's got, uh, books out uh, like Welcome to Adulting, which is uh, he was a well-known like youth minister speaker that kind of thing, and then of course he took his pastorate, but he's really well known for like his his dating stuff, helping uh, young adults and high school students kind of through their transition periods, and just biblically based awesome stuff. So he's putting out this book called Outdated, and it was supposed to release kind of. The, the release date was set kind of in the middle of uh, the year, but of course COVID happened and ruined everything. And so he got this idea uh, because people were asking him about arranged marriages and he was talking about, you know, biblical marriages and how marriages in the Bible and things like that were arranged. And so coming with the release of his book, if you pre-order his book, he's doing a contest with it where, when you pre-order, you can opt into this contest, and you enter your information, and they do like a eHarmony match type thing where they uh, match you with someone, and then the two winners of the contest that 
you know, they match or whatever. Uh, he will do premarital counseling with and then marry them. And he's like, that's the whole thing is he's going to arrange a marriage on the heels of releasing this book. And to me, it's just a really interesting idea because it sounds like it sounds so wrong to us being in America and Western culture. We're like, wait a second. This guy is just going to pick two people and put them together and then be like happily ever after. You know, here's your the, book. The part. Yeah. And then there's your book. But <laughs> well, really, yeah, just, just the idea of it being like somewhat of a contest is what makes it feel super weird to me. Yeah. But, but you know, like to me, that's the best way to do it is because like you're choosing to have your marriage arranged. Like you're at the point in your life where you're like, I can either go on the bachelor or I can do this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Which this is way better than the bachelor. Way yeah. Better, as so. far as like so, having a good marriage. Yeah. So it's funny. He does these Friday Q and A's. So if you follow him, in his stories, every Friday he does Friday Q&A. And, of course, since he's announced this contest, he gets tons of questions that he answers through Friday Q&A. And my favorite one that he has answered is someone was like, is arranged marriage biblical? And he was like, it's the most biblical. It's the only way people got married in the Bible. Yeah, it's like literally all they did. <laughs> yeah, so for everyone out there being like, this is wrong, this is weird. Like, America is the only ones, really, outside of a few other countries It like – that don't arrange their marriages like Indian cultures, uh, ancient Japanese. And like, if you've seen Mulan, like the whole reason she goes into the matchmaker in the first place is because she's going to be a part of her, an arranged marriage. Like that's how it was done. Yeah. So this is the way it's been done for centuries. But of course, America thinks they're so progressive. Like we finally hit a point where we're just getting it right better than anyone else in the history of the world. But that's really not true. Like actually having like if you look at culture, it's actually caused a bigger mess than an arranged marriage. Because now it's just like when you get to choose and you, again, we talked about it last week. If you don't have that true North, if you don't have that Christ centeredness, that Christ, uh, that identity that Christ gives us, then you kind of fall into indecisiveness and you're never really happy with any of your choices because you don't understand. Like you look to that person to make you happy when in reality, love and marriage and all that stuff is about, you giving of yourself like you're in in western culture you're using another person to fill a void but in true biblical marriage you are being a picture of what our relationship with christ is to that other person so so would you say it's the the arranged marriage idea is i'm just going to use the word more successful i don't know that's what you said but or is it the commitment to the covenant of covenant of marriage that makes it work. Well, I think I honestly think it's a both and, and like, the fact that divorce is is not something that that really you you did, you know, willy yeah. nilly. 
Well, and so statistically, when you look at arranged marriages versus Western American marriages, the statistics for divorce and even unfaithfulness are astronomically low. Like they're really, really low because, okay, I think of it as the reason is because you take this dude who, and, and I just like, this is the, this is the picture I have in my head. This isn't, you know, in my head, I see this little nerdy dude. Right, but he comes from a good family. He's a good bowler, and then, yeah, he's a great bowler. <laughs> got got all his arms and legs. Does he take and his then, glasses off at the end of the movie, and he's a super hot dude? No, he's always no. going to be nerdy. Okay, but then there's no like, happy ending there. <laughs> like, there's no question. Like, you're going to get married. Like, we're going to arrange a marriage for you. And then they pair him with this super hot girl. It's a win-win. He's a nerdy dude that gets to marry way out of his league, and she gets a dude that will be unconditionally devoted to her the rest of her life. But what because, if that's not how it goes? Well, again, the statistics are very low. That's why I'm saying it's a both end. Right? Yeah, yeah so it has to be, It ha- in my mind, it has to favor the commitment to the arrangement more than the arrangement itself. The two people being meeting each other, being attracted to each other, falling in love with each other. I mean obviously that doesn't happen. And so right. it's it's gotta be the commitment part more than it just happened to be a good arrangement. Well and again a lot more goes into it than parents getting together and being like, our kids would be great for each other and then they just have this wedding. Like, they do do the matchmaker type thing. Well, yeah, you got to, like, like, swap goats and stuff, right? Yeah, but all the the arrangements you see on TV, (laughs) the girl's like, uh, no, this guy's a loser. Well, there's your problem. You're just watching TV. You see arrangements on TV? Yeah, you see all these. You see stuff like that happen. So what's interesting is Kristen and I were actually watching the season of Survivor not long ago. It's an older season, but there was a girl on survivor who was in like, she was a part of an arranged marriage. And while she was on the Island, the only thing she talked about was her arranged marriage and how much she missed her husband hmm. and was realizing like how much he loved her and all this other kind of stuff. And so it was really, really interesting how like she didn't get to pick and yeah. is super happy with yeah. what happened. And then like, and it wasn't one of those things where they brought the dude out, like, cause she makes it to, the family meeting thing and it's not like they brought him out and he was just like you know ripped out the frame and just this super like he was an average dude like he stood to lose a couple pounds right but she like (laughs) (laughs) she she like was so happy to see him and was so thankful for and so it was just that like it's 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 just a really interesting concept to me because, you know, that's not the way that it's, that's not the way that us in America do it. Yeah. Well, and so if I'm, I might be misunderstanding Joshua Inman here, but uh, for me, this is what I think you're getting at. And this is what I think of when I think about this arranged marriage topic is it takes out it's not about your feelings. 
It's not about how they look, all of that. It is the focus is solely on what marriage is meant to be. Yes. It is your duty, your commitment to mm-hmm. that person committed whichever role you are the man or the woman there's sep- there's different commitments but it is you are committed to this person you are going to be what they need how they need etc and that's what makes it successful yes. in any marriage but that's what makes it successful not the actual arrangement Be- itself. because the things that we know will change about a marriage are the things that people get married for yeah. Like your physical yeah. appearance is right. going to change, your yeah. intimacy is going to change, but the things that won't change, what you know, the the basics of who you are as a person and what mm-hmm. I am willing to do for you, those things that don't change, are the things that we just don't even consider when it's when we're picking who we're gonna marry. Right. So let me ask you guys this. Let me inject this question here. Let's track back. It's longer for some of us. Is it track to... back or backtrack? Well, either way. I'm going to backtrack. Track okay. back to backtrack. Backtrack. I'm going to backtrack. It's it, For some of us, it's longer than others. Pre-marriage. Would you guys have taken an arranged marriage and you will not see her until the wedding day? No. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't know that that would be a thing that would happen. I don't think it's. <laughs> but Aaron, you were just so high on arranged marriages. <laughs> yeah, but the whole like, in even traditionally arranged marriages, you have a little bit of time to kind of get to know that person. But do you? It depends on the culture. In Aladdin, she didn't. (laughs) There's a reason I was never on 90 Day Fiance. (laughs) Oh my god, that was incredible. (laughs) So, (laughs) Okay, I finally found the story where he talks about it in Friday Q&A. I'm sorry it's taken so long. I'll just read it. But someone asked him, what's your heart? behind the arranged marriage and he says ever since i started teaching about dating 10 years ago studying the history of relationships and researching marriage stats i've been fascinated with arranged marriages i do think your best path to a healthy marriage is to have trusted family and friends speaking into who you date i, I agree say with that the that. book uh the book about outdated is not about arranged marriages rather it teaches how to find love in the 21st century so again his thing is just like to me this is incredible and it works and the stats are great so i mean why not like if you're if we got people who are down to do it like let's do it now hadley has an arranged marriage oh i've arranged that she won't get married she oh, okay. Oh, uh, okay. Live with her dad her entire life. We were all like, uh, what? Already? <laughs> so, I mean, I may just be different, but I think I would have gone for it. You would not. I think I would have. Don't believe it. I was so hopelessly. Chad is the nerdy guy in the scenario yeah. that gets hooked up with a hot girl. He's totally for it. And we I did. Win. 
It wasn't arranged, but I did. But anyways, I think well, I would have gone for Casey it. if Casey were here, he would disagree with that. Oh, the arrangement? I mean, they did yes. work pretty hard to set y'all up. They did do everything that they possibly could, including giving me a haircut at like 1 o'clock in the morning. That's right. To make that happen. But no, I think I would have gone for it. But also, I you what you don't know is I had reached a point in my life where I was like, forget everybody, forget women in general. I was on the brink of just going out and living in the woods because I had been rejected so many times. God, that's depressing. <laughs> Dude, you were going to give up. Like, you legit were going to give up on life. Oh, I was going to hard give up. I was going to become like a hobo. That was I, those were my life aspirations. I don't want to put your life out there on the on the podcast, but that was a sad Valentine's Day. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I I went out on a limb. I had met a girl, we hung out, we got to know each other. I was under the impression that Valentine's Day had always been a bad experience for her. And now, let me let me jump in right here. By getting to know each other, they literally texted novels to each other all day, every day. And okay. so Whoa. for <laughs> Valentine's Day that year, I went, I spent almost like $250. U.S. dollars? U.S. dollars. Goodness. Jeepers creepers, dude. Because her, like, her whole thing was like she had never had, like, a good Valentine's Day. Like, they had been awful. And so I was like, well, I'm just going to pack a bunch of really good Valentine's Days into one. Mm. And when I did, I showed up at the school she was teaching at on her lunch break and I came in with this arm full of stuff or these arms full of stuff. And I was, I looked at the secretary and I was like, Hey, do you know where so-and-so is eating lunch? And she was like, Oh yeah, she's right down the hallway. And everyone like followed me to the door and it was like, ta-da, like happy Valentine's day. Would you like to go to dinner with me? And she was having lunch with several other teachers. Like, they were all sitting around talking. And instead of just, like, walking me out or something, she goes, oh, I'm going out of town this week, like, immediately after school. Oh, boy. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. You had plans. But that wasn't the thing. The thing was, I had walked across this classroom with this arm full of stuff, and all that was all she said. Not like, thanks for the stuff. Yeah, not like, oh, that's so sweet. Not like, oh, you know, I'm sorry I already have plans, but stay and have lunch. None of that. So I'm walking toward the door looking at these people who are watching me Just do dejected. this. And I guess behind me, her teacher friends talked her into asking me to stay. I get all the way to the door, and she's finally like, do you want to, like, stay and have lunch? So I'm like, sure. So I go over and I sit down and she talked to literally everyone but me Ugh. for the entire lunch. I drove two and a half hours home and I'm, I was just two like. Two and a half hours and $250. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so then uh, she didn't text me for two weeks. And when she did, she was like, hey, so I just don't feel that way and then found out that 
that weekend that she went away, she went to go stay with a dude. And so Mm. at that point I was just done. I was like, okay, girls can just go kick rocks because they all suck. (laughs) And maybe that's why I'm like slightly misogynistic. I don't know. Huh? It, It could be a, a contributing factor. I mean, she could have at least said, "Yeah, that sounds great," and then been and like, then later oh, by be the like, way, "Hey, you didn't want to really kind of yeah. ruin the moment here, but I got plans." Yeah, Sorry. Well, that was definitely not how that happened. <laughs> but yeah, so I think I would have been down for the arranged marriage at that point. Like, yeah, force someone to marry me. I'll take that. Yikes! But I guess I'm alone in that regard. So. Even Aaron, who was pro arranged marriage, bounced out on that one. (laughs) I mean, a blind arranged marriage, like I'm out on that. Like, I would, you know, before I met Kristen, like, if they'd have been like, hey, we're going to set you up to be married, I probably would have been okay with it. But if they just showed up and they would be like, grab your tux, you're getting married tomorrow, I'd have been like, excuse me, no. In my mind, arranged means like there's no exit, like whether you meet them beforehand or not. If not, it's not arranged. It's just. Oh well, I thought the question was: Are we going into this blind? No, like, that that was the her. that was the question. But in my mind, that's an arranged marriage. Like you're getting married regardless of what they look like. Mm-hmm. So okay, sure, you see them a week in advance. Like I, <laughs> either way. It's happening. It's happening. Like there's a, that's what arranged is, right? Am yes, I wrong? That is that should be what that's what I would right, think but, it would be. Because if not, then it's just somebody setting you up with a girl to be married. That's different. It's not like, <laughs> hey, I set you up to go eat dinner with this person to see if you like them. It's like, no, you're putting a ring on it, and that's it. Okay, well then it. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't matter if you see them the day of or not. It's happening. It's happening. Right? I would at least just want to see him first. <laughs> see, you're wanting sure. an exit. You're wanting a potential exit. I'm saying arranged no, marriage is like, know, like... You don't... You know... You want to brace know. yourself. You don't want to like lift the veil on wedding day and be like, wow, ooh. Yikes. <laughs> I honestly think in that oh situation, God. I could go without like seeing them as long as I could talk to them and okay. get to know them. I thought you were saying like just whole wedding day and everything. Just don't even let me <laughs> see the more we unpack this, the further and further away from arranged marriage I get. <laughs> see, I, I think it's a, pretty- I'm nervous right now. And I've been married almost 15 years, happily. I'm uncomfortable. Well, so I think a lot of the success with arranged marriages stems from most places that your marriages are being arranged are like religious cultures. Yeah. And so there's some basis of like a responsibility to a higher power kind of you know, like there's, there's more weight on it than just like you and I think nothing exists beyond life itself. So well, as soon as I get bored with you, I'm just moving on. Cultural traditions, cultural traditions which would, would have religious um, motivations. I'm sure. Yeah. But, but I think, uh, I, I don't know. I think arranged marriage, even set aside the religious would probably lean to be more successful. 
If you could Holy like, moly. If you could like test tube that. Okay, so I just looked it up because I was curious. I was like, he says they're successful, but I haven't looked up the actual statistics. All right, so we all know that in America, it's 50%. <coughs> we have a 50% divorce rate. Yeah, Maybe a little higher than that now. That that means one out of every two couples will get divorced. divorced. Yeah. Okay. According to a uh, study done in 2012, 53% of marriages are arranged worldwide. And the global divorce rate for arranged marriages is 6.3%. So uber low. Wait a second. Really in low. 2012, 50% yes. of all marriages... 53% 50 of marriages... Of, of all marriages... Worldwide were arranged. were arranged. Yes. Yes. It's a big wow. world out there. And I, I and can get with 6%, that. percent six percent of those fifty three percent get divorced. divorce. Yikes. How in the world is that real? <laughs> <laughs> That's an American that mind just right there. It doesn't even sound right. I'm just thinking of all of the of all of the arranged Fifty-three percent of the arranged marriages. Fifth, let's just say fifty percent of those. Let's just say fifty percent of those. Yeah. Were, like, not attracted. Like I'm having to learn to love this person. Yeah. They don't jive. It's like, this is not a good match. Hmm. Okay. And they, and they stick it out. They, yeah, that's wild. I mean, it's great. I'm yeah, not saying it's a bad thing. <laughs> I'm just saying it. I'm just just not registering because that's just not the world that we live in. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's that Western like crappy people. Yeah, I mean, to a degree. Like, here's the thing. Like the Judeo Christian Western world is like the most prosperous not in marriage apparently but like the most prosperous like uh it's not mindset or a thought process it's like it has brought the most prosperity to the world okay freedom liberty those kinds of things also the um, most self-centered yes most selfish yeah. and that's where i was kind of getting at is yeah we've come to this place where like you and I might fall madly in love with each other, or what you would uh, call love, but not you're you. Looking and me. at me, not you and, and me. You just say- like in ge- <laughs> the general we, not not the me and Josh we, might fall like head over heels in love, get married, even have children. But then, as soon as I don't like you anymore, we're just done. Done. And that's just something that most of the world does not do. And you can chalk that up to whatever you want to try and pin it on. But like you're having to ha- you're having to live the mindset of not my life as of now, now that we're married is yes. not about me. Yes. It's about sacrificing me for you. See, but to a lot yeah. of the world that's like oppressive to women 
and things like that where and that's a western thought that like oh you know women and men are equal and there is no there's not roles amongst genders and things like that that's a very western thought uh and i'm not saying that it's necessarily a bad thought i think there is some open-mindedness that the more eastern could get with like they need but to a degree i mean you just can't argue with aaron those statistics like are wild yeah it says there are 26 million arranged marriages annually oh my gosh never and thought that they did a study in 2012 of respondents in a survey that was conducted in India. Now, India, the rate of arranged marriages is 90%. 90% of marriages in India are arranged marriages. They did a study, and in and of everyone that they studied, 74% approved of arranged marriages and preferred it over a free choice marriage. Hmm. How many arranged marriages take place in the United States of America? You want to know where my mind went? How many or would you guys be okay with arranged meals? Huh? Meals. Like somebody tells you what you're going to eat? Yeah, like a plate is put in front of you and what is on it is what you're eating and if you don't like it, you don't eat. Well, I mean, I am less okay with that than I am with an arranged marriage. Wow. <laughs> wow. Only because that's only because that's like my story. I like don't... If any of you follow my wife on Instagram and have seen her cooking with Kristen, I have seen that. You're the right. Sweet potato burrito. Yeah, oh, your boy. life is on the line. With some like, of those meals. It's a, it's a gamble doing arranged <laughs> meals at my Listen, house. Listen, I like food enough to say, I just don't know if I can get down with that. See, I don't know what it was. It was that last statistic that Aaron read. The 75 or 74% of them say they would prefer that. I don't know why, but in my brain, I just like was like, what are other things that like people would be okay with doing that? And I thought of meals, and I was like, I don't think I'd be okay with someone else telling me, like, this is what you're going to eat for breakfast. And if you don't like it, you're just not going to eat. Well, you know, there are people in the country who are okay with arranged car rides. Like, they dial up an Uber and a random person shows up in a car and says they just trust that person to take them where they want to go. Like, that is not something. I, I was raised to not get in cars. Yeah, with and who would and have thought like that would. Occurrence. Yeah, who would have thought that would be a thing? But you can still say no to them, though. If the car pulls up and you don't like them, you can be like, skirt, skirt, next. Yeah, I would like to see the statistics on how many people say no. Oh, probably none. I mean, yeah, they're like, all right. But it is an option you have. You don't like have to get in the car when it gets there. You can be well, like, again, you look homely. Please move on. <laughs> Homegirl in Aladdin. She said no. <laughs> Jasmine. Jasmine said no. And she didn't marry him. She didn't marry him. a bunch him. of dudes. That's right. But that's also a Disney yeah, but movie. She, she was a Disney princess, yeah. Yeah. 
She's no. allowed to say no. Had to be based and on so some Things are going to work out for her regardless. So, Joshua Joshua Rhodes, how would you feel about arranged meals? Someone else is uh, going to tell you what you're eating, and if you don't like it, you don't eat. Y'all know I'm a picky eater, so yeah, that's a no. That's that's gonna that's gonna be a hard no. See, I'm not a picky eater, and I would have to say no. I don't know. There's something appealing about the choice being taken away. Like you think about all the times that you yeah, and your but, friends or you and your family have the debate of where you're gonna go eat and blah 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 blah. Yeah, but every meal you're acting like you've got endless options. I do. Your options are limited no, every meal. Yeah, if it's arranged and you just have to eat what's put in front of you, like you just wait till the day somebody slides a sweet potato burrito in front of you. <laughs> I'm not eating that <laughs> meal. <laughs> I'm g- I'm gonna be fasting and praying for this uh, meal. That's. Yeah, the- I mean, like, I could stay like in like this meal. Hungry. But I mean, I, uh, I I legitimately have somewhat. I mean, to a degree. Like unlimited options. Like right now, I could go get any style of food I want as long as the restaurant's open. Like, yeah, but that you would have to take restaurants out of the picture. It'd have to be like, what's in your pantry? Well, why would I have to do that? You wouldn't have to do anything. You just sit and wait for it to show up. <laughs> I mean, this is, yeah, this is all a hypothetical. Like, I know. If it's an arranged meal, then you just sit down at the dinner table and wait for them to bring whatever. Yeah. It's okay. their choice. So okay. So go out and get it. So the adverse of that, yeah, would be some of those meals might be things that you wouldn't typically have at your house. Like a sweet potato burrito. <laughs> what was in that burrito? Sweet potato. Oh, that was it? Cheese. No, it, okay. To be fair, <clears throat> let me and let me say this. My wife is a great cook. She is. When she decides to try new things that she's never tried before, that's when things get a little iffy. And so with the sweet potato burrito, before she went live on the Instagram, she was like, oh, like she's halfway through cooking everything. And she's like, I have messed up. And I was like, what do you mean you messed up? Like it, So it had red beans that were supposed to go in it. But you were supposed to drain the red beans before you <laughs> cooked them. She did not do that. <laughs> so they were just all gross and full of, like, juice and stuff. <laughs> and then she, like, baked a sweet potato. And, like, you're supposed to cut it up and then mush it up and put it on this, this tortilla or whatever with the red beans and then cheese and, and stuff. And... Like the sweet potatoes didn't come out right. The beans weren't cooked right. And so it's literally just like this soupy mess of beans and sweet potato. And she didn't have a measure. Yes. So she used a meat tenderizer to mash the juice out of these beans. It's probably one of my favorite Instagram stories that she's ever done. And I was live. Like I saw it all happening. Nope. Mine was definitely the fried rice attempt. Which is crazy because she's made rice before she and was, done a great job. Well, the chicken one was pretty bad. She was like, so I boiled yeah, this rice bad. for an hour and <laughs> it does not look right. And I was like, well, yeah, because you boiled it for an hour. <laughs> well, that's because so so she was taking care of Tinley, like giving Tinley a bath. This is before Taryn came. So she's giving Tinley a bath. I'm sitting on the couch 
chilling. And she's like, hey, when that alarm goes off, take the rice <laughs> off. And so the alarm went off, and I walked over, and I looked in the pot, and there was still water in the pot of rice. And I was like, well, that's not supposed to be a thing, because I know how to cook rice. And the rice is supposed to absorb the water, and there's not supposed to be any water left. And so I went in, and I was like, hey, there's still water in the rice. And she went, oh, well, I guess put it back on and let it keep cooking. And so we kept doing that for an hour, and it never got any better. And so she's like, well, I'm just going to dump it in this pan and fry it up. And that is not what happened. That it was, was like not. It instantly turned into styrofoam. It, it <laughs> looked like grits. Yeah, and she was, was like, so... are these salvageable? I said, no, nah, girl. Yeah, everyone was like, no. So back to the arranged meals. Yes. Let me add to the hypothetical. Okay, go ahead. Like, to Aaron's point, would Kristen be providing these <laughs> meals? Like, would your would your spouse, would your spouse be the one doing or it? Or would would a somebody who knows how to cook and they're cooking you a meal, and it's but you just don't know what it is. That's a dangerous question because if I say spouses, I'm afraid you guys are going to answer one way to where if I say not spouses, you would answer the other and then okay, maybe feelings so, will get hurt. So I don't think there's been anything that Rachel's ever cooked, even something new, mm-hmm. that I was like, I can't eat that. Yeah, well, Rachel doesn't look in a cookbook and go, sweet potato burrito. That's sure, why right, not? I never even heard of one of those. <laughs> Okay. Now, now with Stephanie, she's very good at cooking the few things she cooks. Like, like I've said before, I do all of the cooking in our house. So if it were her arranged meals, I'd probably go no. Let's make this like a hamster cage situation. You don't know where the food's coming from. You just know it's going to show up and what you get is what you get. I'm gonna say I'm gonna hard pass on that. Yeah, one. I'm gonna pass too. Because I'm super picky anyway, and like if you slide some sort of vegan option in front of me, I'm gonna starve. Yeah, there aren't many there aren't many things in life that I get real upset about. But if I sit down to eat and I don't like what I'm eating, I'm upset. Mm. Oh yeah, I get real, and I think everyone's like that. No, I'm not. You're not. I'm not, but my wife, every day, and she'll be fine with me telling this, dinner time is a bad time. It is just not a good time. Unless it is pre-planned, like, well in advance, what we are having, and it is cooked well, and it is done right, and whatnot, dinner time is just not a good time. Because she has had some issues ever since she was pregnant with Kipton that the things that she used to eat do not sit well with her. It's been a whole thing. She's had her gallbladder removed. We've had tests run, etc. Well, every time she eats, she feels like she's going to throw up. And so picking what she's going to eat for dinner is just like the worst. And don't get me started on if the meal doesn't work out. Cause then it's just, the worst worst and it's not her fault it just it like it's a crappy situation but no i'm not that way like if dinner doesn't work out if the meal isn't what i thought it was it doesn't matter it's sustenance Ah, it's not like 
But y'all know, I start <clears throat> thinking about lunch at about 9.30 in the morning. <laughs> I said this today. Josh's day is he's tired until he wakes up around 9.30 or 10. Then he's angry until lunch. And then he's satisfied for about the 30 to 40 minutes that he's at lunch. And then he's tired again immediately following Josh's day. Are in a we nutshell. the same guy? <laughs> yes, you guys essentially are. Because <laughs> that is my life. It's Josh, a good life, asleep, isn't it? I'm asleep until I wake up and then I'm mad because I'm hungry. Well, most people I'm are asleep until ha- they wake up. I'm happy while I'm eating, and then I'm sleepy again. <laughs> yes, it's great. Okay, so just for clarification, arranged marriage, no, except for me. I don't know if you can yes. say no to those statistics that Aaron just listed well, off. All of you guys were like, nope, not doing it. I just said no to not being able to see her beforehand. It doesn't matter if you see her beforehand. Yeah, it's arranged. It doesn't matter, but I still don't like it. <laughs> But it's arranged. It doesn't matter. I want to see it. (laughs) You want to see it? Wow, she's a person, Aaron. Come on, Aaron. Feelings and soul. And you guys are all hard pass on the arranged meal. Hard pass on the arranged meal. But I will. Now that I've given it some thought, if it's an arranged marriage and it doesn't matter, then I don't want to see him till I lift the veil. Mm. Okay. I mean, and he lifts the veil, and it's Aaron just staring right back at him. <laughs> Dude, he would be so mad. He would be so mad. Yeah, he would. gets mad seeing me when I come to the door at work. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, we'd have to have some pretty significant understandings and <laughs> with each other. Josh could make it work. <laughs> If he had to. <laughs> we could figure it out, I guess. You know what I am for, though? What are you for? I am for arranged outfits. Like, if someone could just choose, they'd probably do a way better job than I do at what I should wear. Oh, that's tough. Sign me up. <laughs> like, it, it, I stress myself out every morning. See, I don't. clothes to put on my body. So, Aaron, would they arrange your outfits based on what they know you like? Or you just I think have they to... would base my outfits on he's a dude. Ta-da. Male clothing. So yeah, they wouldn't dress you in point, any of the things you wear. Well, because they're like I feel like my style changes. <laughs> Thank you, Josh. With the seasons. <laughs> like <laughs> what I didn't even hear what he said. <laughs> Josh is the only one that thought it was funny. <laughs> You were never like, heard him so laugh. They dress you like a guy. And then Chad was like, so none of the stuff you already wear. Oh. You know, I just thought I was being funny. But... You know what? One of these days, we're all going to get to heaven. And I think the Lord is going to have a good talking to you all about how you treat me sometimes. <laughs> it was just so good. Okay. I want to ask one last question. This here's, is my purgatory. Here's here's my here's my one last question. What is one thing in your life, Aaron, if you want to change it from clothing since you already said that you can. What's one thing in your life that you would be good with it being arranged? Now, 
this would be set up like an arranged marriage. The people in your life would be arranging it for you. Anything in my life. Yeah, anything. What's the uh, one thing you would be good with it being arranged? I feel like most things are arranged already. Really? What about your life is arranged? Well, I mean, I don't know. Maybe that was a real stupid thing to say. I don't know. <laughs> but I'm like, I feel like, I feel like I, I go to where I'm employed. Like yeah. I, I mean, I, it's not like I wake up and go, oh, what, what's, what, what to am do I going to do today? It's like, no, I mean, it's already determined what I'm doing. Okay, well, let, uh, well, no, let's not go into breaking down all the decisions you make in a day, but like, okay, we'll start with one of the other guys and give you time to think, I guess. What's one thing Personal in your life? hygiene products. Okay. I struggle to pick out like what scent soap I should get, what Dude, scent shampoo. Yes. You know, should I get this toothpaste or this toothpaste? Well, you know what shampoo you should be using? I'm using Dr. Squatch, and yes, it's great. Well, I was going to say you should be using none. Don't shampoo your hair. Well, yeah, I'm I'm doing the, like, shampoo once a week thing. That's right. Yeah. I don't pick those things out. But I condition every day. <laughs> maybe Josh, maybe Josh's life is just completely arranged. Well, I'm gonna be really honest about with it. you. Some of that stuff is arranged for me. I don't think yeah. in the ten years that Kristen and I have been together that she's ever gotten me the same toothpaste twice. Yeah, I just use whatever is there shows up. Like I feel like she runs through the toothpaste style with a blindfold on, and just whatever <laughs> ends up in the buggy is what she's bringing home. As long as you don't end up with that dadgum orange flavored crest well and it's not even the same brand either like sometimes it's colgate sometimes it's crest sometimes it's like total b or something yeah i'm like what what is going on but i I don't i don't i don't complain about it i brush my teeth with it because that's the choice i don't have to make like (laughs) i'm actually even using dr squatch toothpaste right now yeah toothpaste out of soap Oh, okay. yeah. They have teeth soap? It tastes extra soapy. <laughs> tastes like pine tar. <laughs> That's right. What would I want? So, what Aaron, would I... Joshua? Yeah. What's the question again? Something in your life that you would be okay with it being arranged. Well, so I've already mentioned clothes before you started this. Yeah. That would be great. But my second thing would probably be like hairstyles. I've had the same haircut for like 20 years and it's just because i don't know what else to do i don't know what would look good on my face the only thing i've ever changed it to is a buzz cut and that is awful i look like a dead gum <laughs> cancer patient so you know maybe if someone were to come in and like and maybe all it is is someone just needs look for all of you out there that see your friend and go man they would really look better if they did this with their hair just tell, tell them. them. Jeffrey, tell them. Because if you're I listening d- right now, want to throw vote. a rat tail. <laughs> yes. Rat tails for Jeffrey. <laughs> Grow okay. We, I know what I, we what push I would, so hard for that. I know what I would want arranged. Okay. What I would want arranged is wherever we go out to eat. There I we want, go. I want someone to arrange it. I would want arranged what happens on vacation. Like, what are we going to do today? 
Okay. I want all of those sort of things already taken care of. See? And arranged. Here we go. Now we're getting somewhere. So mine What is... if I were the one arranging where you go to eat? <laughs> okay, see, now that's <laughs> that's where we would need to have some prearranged arrangements. <laughs> Again, because for those of you who don't know, the biggest point of contention in Josh and Mike's relationship is food. Is, is food. In every way possible. How you chew it, everything. How you order it. it. Yeah. So this is kind of, I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's not weird. Maybe it is weird. I would be okay with my schedule being arranged. But it is already. No, it's not. Like outside of work, I get to choose what I do with the rest of my time. But like, I, I mean, for the most part. I mean, like... So when you get off work, you don't come home and have things on the regular that you have to do. No, there's not things that, like, come home, gotta do this, gotta do that. I mean, that happens from time to time, but not really. And see, like, with... I got I got stuff every... When I come to the door every day. See, and, like, when I have that dead space, I would love if it was, like, you know what, for these next 30 minutes, you need to be working out. Cause you're a lard. And then for the next 45 minutes after that, you need to be prepping for dinner. And like, I would be cool with that. And like my off days, days at home with the family, I'd be cool with those every. So would that not be from what you just said? Would that not be more than, I mean, basically you're just setting a reminder on your phone to tell you to work out. Well, yeah, but but he wants somebody to go, this is the time that you're going to work out. Yes. This is the time that you're going to prep dinner. Because this you know what, what I'll do? I'll look at dinner. that reminder on my phone and whoop. And swipe just it wipe over. it away. <laughs> yep. Just wipe it away. It's just okay. I'm, so, I've actually already got that. So what would they my need schedule. to do? Like yeah, what links would need to take place for you to actually do the things? Chad like, just wants somebody to take the wheel of his life. <laughs> Sure. Yeah. Like you need somebody at your doorstep when you get home from work going, okay, here we go. Glad you're back. That's right. Now here's Let's what we're go, doing. That's what we're doing the next he needs, an, he needs an administrative assistant when he gets home to tell him. Well, Mr. McNulty, right happen. now you need to do 15 squats and then follow that with. Yeah. Would you right. do that though? I mean, I think I would. Like, I don't think you would. And later you've got an hour long play date with your son. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I don't know. I've I've always been better when there's so like I am not a strong self-motivator. Like the fact that I am running in the mornings is unheard of. And that you started doing that when it's 30 degrees outside is just crazy. I'm really proud of you though. That's awesome. Thank you. Cuz I'm like I want to wake up and do push-ups and then I wake up and I'm like I don't want to do push-ups. I'm mm-hmm. telling you once I get out of the bed, it's whatever. Like, it's nothing for me to put on the clothes and head out the door and run. The oh, problem it is for me. The I problem, The problem is the getting out of the bed. Like, my wife can tell you, she will go through her entire routine, and I'm just laid up like a freaking schlub. And she can, <laughs> she can slam doors, she can turn lights on, she can leave them on, but until it's like the absolute last, like, you have to get up now. I struggle to get up. 
No. She needs to get some tips from my wife. Kristen's got a real good method for getting me up, and it's just annoying the bejesus out of me. See, but that's it. It doesn't annoy me. I'm like, I yeah, whatever. I don't think there's anything yeah, that no, but annoys it involves, Chad enough to get him out it of Im- bed. It involves putting hands on my body and things in the bed with me. Like, <laughs> like what? Like ice. Oh. Or my four-year-old. Yikes. <laughs> or my four- Well, if she put Kipton in the bed, I would just like be like come here son and he'd be like no let me go and i would just like cuddle him real hard like a teddy bear <laughs> he turns into a teddy bear exactly i, I didn't know anybody did dishes at 4 30 in the morning until my wife boy yeah like she gets up and she's going and she starts doing the things see i love that like i lo- i would love to be that person that just like let's freaking get things done let's go but I'm it's, not that person. I wake fourth, up in the morning. I'm like, let's go sit on the couch and watch a TV show. I'm the same way. <laughs> but she's like up and she is out mm. doing the things. Clanging yeah. dishes. I'm like, it's 4.30 in the morning. Those Girl, dishes can is, wait for another my hour. My wife is the same way. She just gets <laughs> up and it's like she's automatically in get stuff done mode. And I am not that like it takes me a while to warm up. Like I'm like, all right, I got to go put my contacts in. Yes. And then I need to go sit down and let my <laughs> I brain. Need, I need to wake up and sit down. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yes. And then it's like, okay, now I need to go make coffee. Like, I'm and the type of person co- that like, will literally just stand in the shower for like 10 minutes, just standing there, mm-hmm. letting my my entire consciousness be like, okay, Chad, it's another day. Let's get ready to go do stuff. Well, what it sounds like to me is this is a gender thing. Like, women are just built to do that, and men apparently are not. Because we're all saying the same thing. Like, I I do this every day. I have to get in the shower. I have to have that warm water warm me up. Or I have to have coffee or something to, like, I need need an outside something to to get me going. See, it just... So at at the Rhodes house, I'm actually the one that... And it's, like, super hard for me to get out of bed and get up, but I'm the one that has to get up to get everyone else up. I feel like Stephanie doesn't listen to the podcast the way Josh has been bragging on himself the past two weeks. (laughs) She doesn't listen unless she's listening to it with me. Mm, Josh is like, hey, these past two episodes have just been terrible. Let's just skip them. No, I actually tried to get her to listen to last week on her own. but Mm. Well, and and I'm going to be honest, like, like, I'm like, Josh, like, a lot of things like that are arranged for me. Like, when I wake up, Kristen's like, hey, I need help with this. Like, I need you to get so, Tinley up and get her fed. And so, and so I have that stuff arranged for me. And I like it because when there is dead space, I'm like, I'm going to sit down and stare at the TV. That's like, right. <laughs> so while we've been talking about this, I actually pulled up my arranged schedule that Stephanie and I put together. And I'll totally read it to you guys if you'd like for me to. You've got it like you have like an itinerary. Typed out everyday schedule, yes. See, but like yes. I, I need the next step beyond the typed out. I need someone there like telling me, hey, right now you need to do this. Go do it. Yeah, because yeah, at this point it's still just a reminder on his phone. That exactly. going to wipe away. Yeah. <laughs> I, you can set me up a freaking calendar, reminders, alarms, whatever. But he needs a person with a cattle prod to be like, <laughs> come on, buddy. 
I don't like you being related to cattle, but I'll take it. Well, you either get up and go, or I'm going to touch you with this fire stick. <laughs> Speaking of fire stick, this is unrelated to any. This has nothing to do with what we talked about. But apparently, we uh, washed a fire stick remote. Oh boy! In a in our in the bed sheets, like you just you just grab the bed yep. sheet, and the remote got washed. Can you get a fire fire stick just the remote? Potentially. Did you open it up and put it in rice? No. Did you check to see if it's even working right now? I put new batteries in it and it's not working. Um. <laughs> so I yes, you can I get just the remote for fifteen dollars and fifty nine cents. Amazon.com. It's a replacement remote. That's there what you I'm go. talking about. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, guys, I thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. We're going to get out of here. If you did like the episode or if you didn't, please, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, leave a review. If you're listening on Spotify, give us a follow. Everyone, no matter where you're listening to us, go hit us up on Instagram. Follow us. We'd love to hear from you guys in any polls that we're doing. I'd love to message with you guys back and forth. We'd love to hear what you guys think about the things we talk about and maybe even hear things that you would like for us to talk about specifically that you, I don't know why I said that like that. And we're just going to go ahead and get out of here because it's bedtime. So I should arrange that. Yeah. I would like for people to arrange my intros and outros. That's what I would like. We're going to get out of here. I'm Chad, the dad. Hey guys, I'm still winning Instagram competitions. 6am. Wake up, do my Bible study. 6.30 a.m. Get ready. All right. 6.50 a.m. That's my breakfast. Peace. In Aladdin, she didn't. <laughs>